Namaste. So on the eve of the Mother's Mahasamadhi, as it is called, for want of better term, 17th November 1973. Today is uh, the 50 years, today we, 2023, it's 50 years of her Mahasamadhi. And there are questions people still have about her physical departure. And we'll come to it one by one. But first thing first, because someone asked me a very strange question, something which had never crossed my mind. And the person asked that, should we, is it a day of mourning? For mother's sake, no. <laughs> so, and I'll give you some very interesting uh, something that mother herself said when Shurbindo withdrew from the physical mother gave a very interesting s- statement she said to grieve is an insult to Shurbindo so why grieving is an insult it means we just take it that he is a physical body and he is uh, first of all he did not do what he is meant to do and second, he is no more there. So it's an insult to Shurabindo. It's true. And Indian heart has always understood it. So this question has never occurred to Indian heart like many of us, I'm sure. We never thought that mother is no more and what happened. And the reason is very simple. To the psychic, the divine is an ever-living presence. The avatar, the guru, the master. This has such a wonderful door, a window or a magic key through which it can connect. So I have, noted, I have recounted this story several times when somebody asked me uh, with regard to Shurabindo in one of the camps that uh, now that Shurabindo is no more and I simply asked that, well, tell me one thing, uh, how many believe that Krishna is dead? Please raise your hands. <laughs> so... The answer was obvious. It is equally true of Christ. It is equally true of Buddha. Those strong, strict Buddhists will not, uh, you know, accept it. The mother once recounted uh, her meeting with Alexandra David Neal. And they are very interesting conversations between them. One of them was uh, when the ashram was attacked in 1965. She writes, now that the invulnerability of the ashram has been questioned, so, I suppose, and XXX, and the mother laughs, <laughs> sending my, you know, blessings, <laughs> mother laughs, may, may, she, she writes things like that. And then she says, uh, my friend of always, because she has addressed the mother, my friend of the past. She says, my friend of always, and then she laughs. She says, the divine is ever living presence. Actually, we have made him remote and far, often one of the questions that people often ask is that, you know, how to find the divine. (laughs) Divine has found us and he is finding us. (laughs) Sometimes when we put too much intensity of effort in trying to find, it itself becomes a block. What we have to do is to serve the divine, to love the divine. And when he thinks that the time is ready, he reveals. That's how the Upanishad puts it. When he chooses, he reveals. So what, what we have to do, that we have to do. So this is the first part that to the psychic, this question is redundant. 
psychic always knows how to contact the divine and in one of the places shubindo speaks of the ever living whom we call as dead though the context is of course with regard to those who have passed away but it so much more implies to those who have ever taken a human birth with the sole purpose of guiding and helping mankind and he also says that in the synthesis that with regard to yoga one can draw the entire inspiration influence from a book from the past or from a teacher in the past so as far as the yoga is concerned it makes no difference and one can always contact the prashans there and number of examples shobindo himself came in contact with sri ramakrishna swami vivekananda and others the mother herself recounts coming in contact with masters from the past when she was 9 to 10 years or 11 years old so all these questions belong to the mind and there is a way to simply say that well you can play with the mind as much as you want but the mind cannot fathom the mystery of the supreme mystery there is a very beautiful line in savitri and the mystery beyond the reach of mind yan man sana manute yena hor manomatak so this is the fundamental truth but yet the mind has its own monkey play and the monkey has to be kept in its place otherwise keep jumping up so this question stems from two different completely different uh, attitudes one attitude is that well there are people i have met who say that since uh, she did not succeed as they believe in physical transformation therefore uh, there is no point in you know continuing with the yoga this yoga doesn't work out meaning thereby that one was impelled by the idea of a personal physical transformation which anyways will not work out because that is never the aim and aspiration of yoga shobindo says very clearly if one wants physical transformation for oneself then it means one is impelled by the ego and its self aggrandization my body is becoming golden look here my hairs are becoming uh, you know <laughs> white and gray that's never been the goal of yoga and he says very clearly the goal of yoga is to live in the divine live for the divine and live by the divine this is the goal of yoga supramentalization transformation at different levels including at the crown physical transformation is the consequence we can't put the cart before the horse that well i'll strive for physical transformation and if it didn't happen so it can't happen in me therefore tata bye bye this attitude anyways won't work this one way second is there are those who genuinely want to understand because they have somehow in their mind that the goal of the yoga is physical transformation so if it didn't happen the whole yoga rises or falls with that this is much like um see there are those in christianity in esoteric sense who understand that what is resurrection but there are those for whom christianity stands or falls by just that one event and that is that he he was raised from the dead meaning thereby that while he was dead but he still came up so obviously they miss the mystic sense so here also those who believe that the yoga stands or falls by shurbindo and of course the mother's physical withdrawal have not understood what really it means first of all let's speak only about physical transformation 
there is a letter of Sri Aurobindo where he categorically says that the last crowning effort, uh, effect and the most difficult part and at least a few thousand years. It's not, he never said ki, uh, all that he promised and the mother promised and she writes also that as has been promised the things that were promised have been fulfilled was that a new principle of consciousness will be established upon earth. And once it is established upon earth, it will do what it has to do. So this is what it was always meant, that a new principle of consciousness will be established upon earth, which has happened, which was the supermind. That's what Sri promised. As to physical transformation, he spoke of it always as the ultimate um, crowning glory. When the mother was asked, she said very categorically that a uh, few hundred years at least, Sri said, and she said, wait for a few thousand years for the new race. This is the second part. Third, very interesting part. That is um, a very sweet little something which I, I have always felt that when Sri left, withdrew from the physical, on 8th December 1950, something happened, which the mother recounts in April 1952. And there she says, when I asked him, Shurabindu, whether to resuscitate or not, so Shurabindu said very clearly, I will manif- I have given up this body deliberately and I will manifest in the first supramental body created in the supramental way. If that has to be the first supramental body created in the supramental way, which is the command of Shurabindu, the mother, I, I, I am sure I can say this from the depth of my heart, even if everything is ready, she would not do it. Because it has to be sure in those first supramental body in a supramental way. But that's the my own personal feeling. And we can see this. There is a reason why I am saying so. If you go through the entire process, you can see step by step by step by step right up to her new body. She speaks about it. And then something happens. After that, as if she has herself abruptly withheld something like an ultimate secret and it's not just you know uh, when Auroville came into existence and uh, Huta wanted mother to have her room there and go there and mother didn't say anything but at one point she says very clearly it is understood that I remain here why? because the samadhi is here we cannot imagine that uh, relation that you know she will go ahead and have her supramental body and we we are too too pragmatic and too much uh, you know thinking selfish in our understanding of you know these things and there are many examples in the history one of them for instance the story of radha and krishna which i often recount it's a very sweet story radha forever lives away from shri krishna and one day when she is old, she comes to Dwarka and she stays with Sri Krishna for some time. But she understands that now my kanha is no more my kanha. So, she settles in a place which is nearby. And Sri Krishna, when he gets a little time after he has settled everything, he goes. And he talks to her and... She says, I want my kana. So he says, okay. He asks, what is your wish? 
says, I want my kana with the flute. So he takes out the flute. And he plays the flute as never before. And as the story goes, after playing the flute as never before, he breaks it. Never to play it again. So the relation between the divine and his shakti is something which is not at all the way we humanly understand. There is that you know, beautiful story even about Rama and Sita, all the avatars when they have come. When Shurabinda withdrew into the physical, from the physical, the mother would have withdrawn. She says, who held her back is Dada, whom people write all kinds of things. But when Shobindu withdrew from the physical, the work that she gave to Dada was, just you be around, be near me. And he used to go only for half an hour, rush, get ready and come back. And whenever she would have a natural tendency to go further and further, higher and higher, just with everywhere where Shurabindu is, that time Dada from this earth calling quietly, Ma, Ma would call her down. So these are things which people don't take into cognizance when they talk about the last chapter, unfortunately because of many misgivings, uh, all kinds of people writing all kinds of things. Uh, I would dare say without the deepest understanding of the how the spiritual consciousness and the divine consciousness operate because you are still seeing it with the physical mind in a very pragmatic way. That apart, another reason why it would not have happened that there was an isolated supramental body. Once Satrim proposes to the mother, when she speaks about salvation is physical. He says the only way, because she says the earth condition, is a very beautiful conversation. I think it is October, it is 1969, the year of Superman. And she says that, well, on one side, if you look the conditions of the earth, they are truly a horror and nightmare. On the other side, this is so near, this world of beauty, truth, everything. And the whole effort is how to bring that here. And the question hangs upon that human beings, we are not ready, we are not responding. So, Satprem gives a apparent solution. And the solution is, he says, Mother, the only way is if you have a um, glorious body. So then people will, uh, obviously magic, then they will feel. Mother doesn't answer, she laughs. She says, ah, yes, glorious body doesn't answer. Because they will not be bridged. The glorious body will be used by us for in the same way. Mother, fulfill this wish of mine. Mother, my child has to study in, he has to get a job. This is what we will do. Glorious body all the more. How wonderful to have a divine who will all the time present with you, will all the time be giving to us and fulfilling all kinds of wishes. So this is, this has happened in the history. We have that small little story of Shiva who goes, he is in trance and he is asked, some devotees praying and Parvati nudges him, you are all the time in trance, go and attend to your devotee and... Uh, she says, I, I understand, but let me be in my own masti. And then she nudges. So finally he goes and asks the devotee, what do you want? He says, you see my condition? This is how you keep your bhakta? He says, okay. 
he points the finger to a pot and it turns into gold. He says, okay, I am going. So the person looks at the finger and points to the cot. So cot also turns into gold. Looks at the house and turns into gold. He says, okay, now I'll... No, 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 you give me a finger and then you go. <laughs> so, we have same thing again we see in Sri Krishna's life. Why does Sri Krishna suddenly, you know, uh, depart? Why does he drown, the, uh, drown Dwarka? His own clan is destroyed. If you see these stories, always the avatar comes with the whole idea of redeeming mankind and always he finds the same opposition that man is not ready. So if suddenly a glorious body comes amidst humanity which is all the time wanting uh, impossible miracles, I use the word impossible in the sense everything is possible for the omnipotent divine. But something which is going to disturb our very line of progress, the earth's uh, evolutionary journey. So divine would not grant it even when he is omnipotent. But this what will turn out, turn him out to be. Maybe put him in a place, build a lovely temple around him. So, we see that all the avatar, they withdraw. And with the mother and Shurabindo, Shurabindo repeatedly says, man is not ready. And she also goes behind the scene. Because if a single or even two supramental bodies come, the bridges, the journey, everything gets disjointed and disconnected. So what is going to happen is they brought it as close as possible to man. And same thing we see that the mother carried the work as far as she could. As far as she could. And then after preparing everything they are not going to put it into her mouth. They put it right here. So there is something which we have to do. The supramental creation is ready. The supramental bodies that, what do they call it? The last fitting. The car is ready. <laughs> the ignition key. The key is given to us. But the turning. So everything is ready. And repeatedly we see the mother's writing that she has said it. It's ready. At one place he says, one step and you are here. One step you are there. Several places she speaks about it. She speaks about the subtle physical. Shurabindo has established himself there. So it's not even the subtle physical. I would say that it's there is a layer between the physical and the subtle physical. The most material. They have brought it that close. But something we have to do. So instead of asking the question mothers about mother's departure, the only relevant question is what we must do. And why this is going to happen this for certain. But I am going to give a very different um, reason why this is going to happen. One, as Shurabindu said, it is inevitable in the very logic of things. The logic of creation cannot stop with man. This we have already spoken about. To believe that God's creativity got exhausted with us humans is either to overrate us or to underrate God. <laughs> or whatever power is there, evolutionary power, which is carrying us from dust to man. Man is too imperfect to be the last point of creation. This many thinkers have also thought like that. Second, there has always been in human beings an aspiration for terrestrial perfection. People are born with it. 
and no aspiration is ever given without the fulfillment already at some level granted it is true even in individual life if we aspire for something means at some level it has been granted man has always aspired for terrestrial perfection until people came and showed no no there is a way out and the mother says that one place she says that from the person who shoots himself at the lowest level which is so idiotic she uses the word from the idiot who shoots himself to at the highest somebody who withdraws in nirvana none of these are any solution it's only because people don't know what to do they have this aspiration for terrestrial perfection in every way in every sphere of life and when they hear that it's not possible because there are very many sensible intelligent people and therefore and there are others who have shown a so called exit and therefore there is this uh by lane of nirvana in a way divine has allowed it okay you don't want to play the game to the full you want to watch only india match till semi final you want don't want to see the final it's okay <laughs> you have a choice <laughs> to unplug the tv but most of the people if you ask today that if there is a possibility or even otherwise what do you want people would definitely say we want earthly life to become perfect this aspiration is there and this aspiration is there and that's why we suffer also because we expect things to be perfect and they are not perfect but then actually that is precisely to spur us because whatever we believed is perfection is imperfect so it's a if you look at it from that divine point of view the planning is so beautiful the greater the contrast you find in life around the greater the grace because okay you one should aspire even more with greater intensity and that's what is going to prepare us to make us ready so i take it that all these things that people float around that you know she left the body mother shobindo left the body when i hear those things from whatever good quarters they may come it only reminds me of the voice of death in savitri precisely these are the words he uses prophets seers all of them have left and the mother says also this is what he comes and tells me so we should be very clear and crystal clear in this that this is an aspiration given to earth and man we have to nurture it only thing is will it be now 200 years 500 years 1000 years 10000 years i would only say how does it matter let's take the joy of the journey with the divine what we have to be very uh, what we have to really gain within ourselves is the constant sense of the divine presence after that what does it matter if shobinda and the mother come and tell us let's climb to mount everest the only relevant question is will you be with us after that does it matter will i bother there will be an avalanche there will be a blinding storm there may be a, even nowadays a new challenge terrorist waiting round the corner <laughs> you don't know we won't he has given an assurance that's the end of the story so that's why i said for the psychic this question doesn't come finally she herself gave many hints as to how this transformation will manifest 
Very interestingly, one of the things that she contemplates, which always I have, uh, you know, it has come to me as an intuitive sense. She says that, uh, the, she asks Pavitrata what happens to the cells after they leave the, you know, after the body dies. She speaks about diffusion. So diffusion is something like, uh, incidentally, yesterday I think there was this solar flare from because of some star exploding in some galaxy. So diffusion is something like that. Something explodes and it spreads far and wide. 62 also we see yoga of the uh, divine love, manifestation of divine love. So there were plenty of cells, repeatedly we read about it, which have become supramentalized. And when the mother withdraws physically, many of these cells, like million, trillion, billion, trillion sparks, you know, we speak about relics, like relics, but something much more intrinsic have spread into the world, apart from the supramental force which is active, because this is something very personal. And they will automatically, they are going to those who are open, those who love, and they will go there and they will set into motion not one transformation but millions of transformations and the mother describes this very interestingly in one of her talks where she says uh, when there was this concentrated energy and there was this power of division which burst forth and it divided, this night which came over it and then there was an explosion and this explosion led to millions of stars and galaxies so this is one way, diffusion of these cells into countless bodies which are open and there would be no limit to it. And each of them is potential like a little divine chip which is going to, because once you have that substance inside, this is going to have an effect. They are like deathless transmitters. Then the other way she speaks about is switching over. So means one is ready and wherever there is a body, physical body is ready, there this consciousness gets, enters and takes hold. That also may well be happening. Meaning thereby there would be number of bodies which through evolution are getting ready. And the mother in Shurabindo, miniatures, that's how originally also creation has taken place. And they keep seeding them or entering them and start manifesting through these bodies in a supramental way. She also speaks about the superman consciousness which is like a mentor consciousness which will show to man the way toward the final transformation. So actually if we look at it and we read all that Mother and Shurabindu have written, it's very clear. They have prepared everything, gone as far as it, it could be done, could be done in the sense that they could have for themselves done it. But right in the beginning Mother and Shurabindu have done renounced the realization within themselves and mother speaks about it Shurabindo also speaks about in letters that if he wanted if he would have been supramental from the very beginning then there would have been no contact between us and you he doesn't deny the possibility we could have been but if we could have been there would have been no possibility so they renounced it Shurabindo renounced it that we know to hasten and as far as the mother is concerned, she completed it to the point where she just asking us, take a step, my child. Who will take the step? Who has the faith? 
that there is her hand which is holding us. They who have faith shall go through. And that's why when we read about some of these old literatures, the last step, last step is always a leap of faith. And I would say that the divine awaits for us to take this leap of faith. Who will take it? Who will not take it? That's a mystery. She alone knows, but we can safely presume all who are called are at least ready to take that leap of faith. Faith is an intuition about knowledge. It's a knowledge which is intuitively sensed. And they who take a leap of faith will discover the truth. Thank you. Namaste.